Saturday, February 21st, 2015. It's 9 p.m. here in Portland, Oregon. I'm Jack Miller. And I'm Shannon Emerson. You're listening to White Tiger Radio. And we appreciate that and thank you for listening. And uh, what's on your mind tonight, Shannon? Well, you know, you, I've noticed that you asked me that at the beginning of every show. I've also noticed as... Our listeners probably have that I usually respond in some sort of way complaining, you know, about people and the fact that they're the worst. And uh, you do seem to dig that up, you know, even though all this sun we've been having in Portland is really starting to stress me out. I'm, I'm going to rise above it and I'm just not going to rail against anything tonight. Really? I'm not going to. I'm not going to bring up the entitlement generation baristas who say no problem when I thank them for doing their jobs. And, you know, I'm not going to go into the marginalized, dance-go, loving, bike lane, cruising Portlanders who seem to be desperate to live in the 1990s version of this city. Okay. With community gardens. Yeah, definitely don't bring them up. Nasty, broke-ass couches in every coffee shop. I'm not, I'm not going to talk about those things because... You're rising above. I'm rising above. And, uh, well, I mean, the truth is that ever since the beginning of this year, I've been seriously considering, you know, doing yoga, you know, as often as once a week. And I've Googled the word meditation multiple times. And so I'm just sort of, I'm feeling Zen and, uh, you look tremendously Zen. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to go there. I mean, this is probably the most Zen that I've ever been and I ever will be. So I'm just going to, instead of ranting tonight, instead of taking, I'm going to give because I think everyone out there just, they deserve an apology. And, uh, from whom I want to apologize actually. And the truth is I am sorry. I'm sorry that people's idiocy forces me to use all of my energy to rail against them, you know, energy I could use for yoga or meditation. Right. And, and for that, I'm just really, I'm truly, truly sorry. So that's my apology for the night. You're genuinely apologizing. I thought for sure there was going to be some kind of backwards, turn it into what's wrong with all the rest of us kind of thing. But that was just, we have that on tape. We can, we can play that back to see if that really was a genuine apology. Yeah. I mean, I, I was inspired. I bought a um, even I got a magazine that was about yoga and meditation and it's just all very inspiring. So a magazine about yeah. yoga and meditation. Yeah. Yeah. Can you just give me a quick, like what's one article in that magazine, for example? Uh, you know, they were all pretty much the same. Like yoga is good. <laughs> meditation is good. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's not, there's not some kind of deep analysis of like whether or not it's useful or, you know, sometimes maybe it takes you out of the reality that you're trying to be present into. There were different articles with different numbers of reasons why you should do each one, like three reasons why you should do yoga and 
10 reasons why you should meditate, you know? So that was pretty diverse in that way, but yeah. Otherwise pretty much just raw yoga and meditation. Go for it. And it's great. I mean, and don't pure not. inspiration if you're me. Yeah. And so it was the magazine. One of the things that got you to actually make the apology. I'm still flabbergasted here. I have to process this. I might need to actually meditate on this. I just thought it was time. Okay. Well, it's time for us to do our show then, I guess. What's our show? The apology our, has gotten out of the way. What's our show tonight? Our show tonight, this is our cover this show, and we've done this before, and we'll definitely do it again, and we're doing it here tonight. What we did was this. We got people and got them to say they were willing to do a cover song. And of course, some people were like, oh, I have the perfect song. Like, no, no, no. The way we do it here at White Tiger Radio is we send them the song title and give them two weeks to return us a completed recording. And we started the show with one of those covers, and that was the Born Losers, who were covering our usual theme song, The White Stripes' Little Room. And here we are right now, in our little room, and I hope we're working on something good. In fact, uh, we have some good stuff, we a have lot some good of good stuff. stuff. So I think we are working on something good, not I think. Uh, for the show tonight, we've got a dozen brand new cover songs, and I think we should just start working our way through them. Uh, we're going to start with a band that we picked up in a bar a couple weeks ago. This is the Wayside Strangers doing a Bee Gees song. And here we go with the cover of this show.
is the first set of the cover of this show, and that's uh, three tremendously great covers. We started that set with To Love Somebody, which was written by Barry and Robin Gibb of the Bee Gees. And the Bee Gees released that song in 1967 on their debut album. And this is my favorite part of the debut album for the Bee Gees. They didn't just call it the Bee Gees, which a lot of people do when they have a you know, self-titled first. They called it Bee Gees First. They're like, this is just the beginning of what's going on with the Bee Gees. That was performed by the Wayside Strangers. That's the band that Shannon and I picked up in a bar a few weeks ago. And the Wayside Strangers are made up of Patrick Harvey on vocals and guitar, Mike Scott on resonator guitar and backing vocals, and Whit Sheard on banjo and mandolin. I thought it was Patrick David. Patrick Harvey. Really? Well, I hope I didn't mess it up. I don't know. I might have, uh, you know, when I transcribe things into my chicken scratch from one piece of paper to another, perhaps. We'll, uh, David to Harvey, that's a big, that's a, this is the band we picked up at a bar, which is what you said right before we played yeah. this round, right. which is funny. Okay. But true. It's true. After that, we played Love is a Rose, which was done here tonight for us by Stephanie Pertle and Chuck Massey. That, of course, was written by Neil Young. And then we finished the set with a song performed by Frankie Kim in an amazing fashion. That's the original Led Zeppelin song released in 1969 on Led Zeppelin 2, Whole Lot of Love. And uh, that was a whole lot of love there in that first set. That's perhaps you could say it's our love set. Of course, there are an awful lot of love songs out there. And one of those was the Bee Gees. And I, as I was flipping through the records this afternoon just to play some music, I came across a Bee Gees Greatest it's not the Bee Gees' greatest hits, just the Bee Gees' greatest. Those guys, they like to name their albums in their own fashion. This album itself, in addition to having great hits like Jive Talk and A Night Fever, has a bunch of songs with the word love in the title. How Deep Is Your Love? Love So Right? Our Love Don't Throw It All Away? Fanny Be Tender With My Love? Uh, love Me? and Rest Your Love On Me? Love You Inside Out? That's, that's just the Bee Gees songs with the word love in the title that's a lot of love from the Bee Gees yeah I think that's the end of our love songs for the night though that's why I wanted to run that out a little bit get it over with get it over with get the love out of the way and move on to the other stuff because you can't you kind of can't avoid love when you're talking about songs and we gave out a cross section of songs and that was the three love songs or songs with the word love in the title I'm not sure that a whole lot of love is a love song you're doing something but you're not saying it so that's okay <laughs> okay <laughs> Do you have thoughts about the first set? Uh, I, I have some thoughts. Okay. Or just things. Go. Barry Gibb. Love him. Purchased Johnny Cash's house in Tennessee after Johnny and June passed away. Really? He purchased it and he was going to remodel it and use it as a songwriting studio retreat and... It was in the process of being remodeled, almost done, and then it caught fire and burned to the ground. Oh, no. Yeah. And then... So Barry Gibb burned down Johnny Cash's house. Well, he wasn't there, but yeah, it happened. The buck stops with Barry there, I think. And he burned down Johnny's house. And then he sold it to some the smoldering heap holding of company who apparently now wants to turn it into some sort of a... Something. Fire pit, like a, like a, some a commercial type thing, like with people. I can't people to stay there. Not like a, a bed and not breakfast. a rehab. No, not a rehab, but a fa- some facility. 
and not like the a people in Tennessee, joint? people in Tennessee in the area, including many of the Oak Ridge boys are opposed to it. The Oak Ridge boys are stepping in now a little bit. So I, I, I don't know what's happening right now, but it's, you know, it's kind of sad, but also it's like, eh, maybe nothing else was supposed to happen there. I think they should just Once open John a barbecue and, joint. John and June. Ring of fire. Moved on. Just, oh, come on now. Really? Don't come, even. No? Okay. So uh, that was the first set. And, and then we, there's the whole, I'll hay your wagon okay. line from Love is a Rose. <laughs> yes. Which is, I mean, how many times have I said that? I, I can't count. But what I really want to say number. about that set. Okay. Is that. This better not be an apology or I'm going to, I'm leaving. I'm going to rip my headphones off and leave. Oh no, I will never apologize again. Excellent. That was it. Good. That, if you want an apology from me, play that one I just did. Oh yeah. Well, I'm going to loop that over and over again. So, uh, in the 1969 issue of Rolling Stone, John Mendelssohn wrote a review of Led Zeppelin two. He was not a fan. Oh. And so he wrote, he wrote a review this. and he was, I believe, being facetious with his words. Okay. And this is what he, this is part of what he said. Part of what he said. Whole lot of love, which opens the album, has been the heaviest thing I've run across, or more accurately, that's run across me since Parchment Farm on Wincabus Eruptum. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly or not. <laughs> I don't think anybody can. Uh... Like, I listened to the break, Jimmy wrenching some simply indescribable <laughs> sounds out of his axe while your stereo goes ape shit on some heavy Vietnamese weed and very nearly had my mind blown. <laughs> hey, I know what you're thinking. That's not very objective. But dig. I also listened to it on mescaline, some old Ramalar, Novocaine, and ground up fusion. And it was just as mind-boggling, mind-boggling as before. Even on Novocaine? I must admit, I haven't listened to it straight yet. I don't think a group this heavy is best enjoyed that way. Wow. Okay, that, that is a fantastic quote. So much to absorb there. And now, I mean, John Mendelssohn is some kind of a right-wing nutjob. Just putting it out there. That's not really that surprising. And so... So, so don't that follow was just him the first on Twitter. Set. That was the first set. I think that John Mendelson was on to something, and I think we're going to get on to something by moving on to a song that is... Going well, to be played next. Going to be played next. Couldn't have said it better myself. One night I my motorcycle sped And smashed my body so that all my friends thought I was dead Sister held me close and whispered to my bleeding head You are the son of a motherfucker Three, four I stood on that and held a hand The tropic heat Well, I'll be damned Land of plenty Land of fun To find out that I'm Nimrod's son Mirror. 
can't stay at home, can't stay at school. Old folks say a poor little fool. Down the street, I'm the girl next door. I'm the fox you've been waiting for. Hello, Daddy. Hello, Mom. I'm your ch-ch-ch-cherry bomb. Hello, world. I'm your wild girl. I'm your ch-ch-ch-cherry bomb. Stone Age love and strange sounds too. Come on, baby, let me get to you. Bad nights causing teenage blues. Get down, ladies, you've got nothing to lose. Hello, daddy. Hello, mom. I'm your ch 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 cherry bomb. Hello, world. I'm your wild girl. I'm your ch-ch-ch-cherry bomb Hello daddy, hello mom I'm your ch-ch-ch-cherry bomb Hello world, I'm your wild girl I'm your ch-ch-ch-cherry bomb Hey street boy, what's your style? Your dead end dreams don't make you smile. I'll give you something to live for. Have you grab you till you're sore. Hello, Daddy. Hello, Mom. I'm your ch 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 cherry bomb. Hello world, I'm your wild girl I'm your ch-ch-ch-cherry bomb Cherry bomb Cherry bomb Cherry bomb Cherry bomb
dressing red. Come on, we here, honey, get in bed. Cocaine all around my brain. Cocaine's for horses, not for men. They say it'll kill you, but they don't know when. Cocaine all around my brain. Hey, baby, come on, we're quick. This old cocaine's making me sick. Cocaine. All around my brain. Hey, baby, I said get over here quick. This old cocaine's making me sick. Cocaine. All around my brain. Cocaine. All around my brain. Yeah. Cocaine. All around my brain. Wow, this is good stuff. Good stuff. Top of that set, we heard Nimrod's Son, written by Black Francis, released by the Pixies in 1987 on Come On Pilgrim, performed by Greg Weinger. After that, we had Whiskey Bar slash 5 to 1. Whiskey Bar was written by Bertolt Brecht and set to music by Kurt Weil in Brecht's 1927, is this right? Songspiel Mahogany? Songspiel Mahogany. Indeed. Isn't that what I said? Yes, I'm just repeating okay. it for effect. Songspiel Mahogany. Yes. Five to One was written by The Doors and released on their 1968 album Waiting for the Sun. The Jim Morrison samples were from The Doors' 1968 release, American Prayer, and that was arranged, collaged, and performed by Jack Miller, who I'm sitting here with. And I just, before you move on, I just want to point out that I had the American Prayer Before I move record. on, you want to talk about yourself? Yeah. Okay. I do. Proceed. Okay. Um, you know, the apology has made me bold. I figure that there's just, why not? What's, good, good luck with that. The gloves are off. I don't mean that, that you know, you're going to ever apologize again. I know you will not, but that, that the gloves are off. Uh, I had the American Prayer record, and I played it over and over again. It was basically just a bunch of Jim Morrison poetry set to music sometimes. But the embarrassing thing I want to share is that we're trying for something that's already found us, which is the quote I used, one of the quotes I used in that song, was the quote I put in the high school yearbook under my name. And I put it slash JM as though, you know, it was Jim Morrison, Jack Miller, as though, you know, like, maybe that was me, maybe. You know. Oh, that is embarrassing. That's super embarrassing. And that's what I've just revealed. Well, I'm, I appreciate you coming that's forward. That's kind of like me tonight. apologizing. Set yourself free. Yeah. We're trying for something that's already found us. And the thing is, is that I, I remember thinking how profound that was. And then I, I'm sure I was super embarrassed about how profound I thought that was when I no longer thought it was profound, but I think I'm back to thinking that it was profound. That's why I put it in that song. Full circle. Okay. I've been meditating too much. Keep going with the set list. After the profundity of Jack Miller and <laughs> Jim Morrison, we had Cherry Bomb, written by Joan Jett and Kim Fowler, released by The Runaways in 1976 in their self- titled debut album also released though uh i think in 19 something something on the joan jett and the Blackhearts album that was performed by aaron gately and after that we had cocaine blues 
a traditional song first introduced by Reverend Gary Davis, performed by Craig Bradford with Colin Bradford on bass and lead guitar. And that's Craig's brother. Colin and Craig Bradford. Yeah. Craig was, you know, he was he was the guy. He was the singer. He did it all. And his brother just kind of came in and did the rest there. It's a little background. I like that great. guitar solo because it left me wanting more. Usually guitar solos, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm about done with that guitar solo. But that one, I was, I was like, where's the rest? I want more. Well, it's interesting because we gave Cocaine Blues to Craig thinking in our minds about the Johnny Cash version. Right. And Craig knew about the sort of original version or alternate version. I, I'm, not, I'm not quite clear if it was... Well, the Johnny Cash uh, song was originally written, the one that Johnny Cash popularized from his Folsom Prison uh, live album, was written in 1947 by T.J. Arnold and recorded in 1947 for the first time. But the Cocaine Blues by Reverend Gary Davis uh, was performed by him starting in the 20s. And he, Gary Davis, claims, and this was actually in an interview, so it's not just one of those hearsay sort of things. Gary Davis says that he learned that song from a traveling carnival musician in 1905. And Gary Davis was nine years old at the time in 1905. And he, according to all reports, and this is legitimate stuff here, he was a, one of those child prodigies who was already playing an amazing guitar at the age of nine. Was so, he a real reverend? I think he ended up being a real reverend. Yeah, he started singing at the age of nine in the, his dad's Baptist church. So none of that is BS. It's kind of interesting, though, that a kid who was singing in a Baptist church would sing the cocaine blues. Uh, but yeah, that was, the, that was the first version, but it was the, least, the lesser known, I would say, because Johnny Cash stormed the world with the other cocaine blues song, a traditional folk song. Uh, or it was based on, T.J. Arnold wrote it based on a traditional folk song about a guy who you know, gets hopped up on cocaine and shoots his lady. You know what's interesting? What? Is that that song was covered by the brothers Bradford. Indeed. And Johnny Cash's house was purchased by the brothers Gibb. Connections. Man. I think I think it's the yoga and meditation that's making all this just come together. I don't even think you need to do yoga or meditate. Well, clearly I don't. You I just need to... <laughs> you haven't done any of it and you're making all these great connections. I need so. to Google and purchase magazines and it all just... It happens. It's so we had two songs in that set that had alternative versions. Uh, one of them was Cocaine Blues. There's two different versions. Uh, the other one is Cherry Bomb, which I have found out by listening to a bunch of songs this week, because that's what I've been doing all week, that John Cougar Mellencamp also released a song called Cherry Bomb. Not the same song. Not even close to as good as the Joan Jett song. The two Cocaine Blues versions are, are very interesting. Both of them uh, good songs. John Cougar Mellencamp's uh, Cherry Bomb, not quite the song that Joan Jett's is. So Probably not. We are now, I think I have to scroll down here and find what we're doing next. Are we doing something next? We, um, I don't know. You want to? Should we just call it? I mean, yeah. we just, let's just, let's no. just forget I think it. I think, I think we've, we're, we've done enough, really. I think we've done enough. Or is there more? Should we play more? Let's play more. Okay. Here's me playing more. I ain't fit to be no mother. I ain't fit to be no wife, yeah. I've been working like a man, y'all. I've been working all my life, yeah. All my life, y'all. All my life, yeah. Ain't no dinner. 
table Ain't no food in the refrigerator I go to work, said I'll be back later I go to work, said I'll be back later Cause I've been working like a man, y'all I've been working all my life, yeah All my life, y'all All my life, yeah Lord, you know I'm a good-looking woman. Lord, you know I'm a good-looking girl, yeah. If you want to give me something, anything in this great big world, yeah. Lord, you know that I am ready for my sugar, my sugar daddy. Lord, you know that I am ready for my sugar, my sugar daddy. She leads a lonely life. She leads a lonely life. But when she woke up late in the morning light, woke up late in the morning light, and the day had just begun. It's not a day for work. It's a day for catching tan. Lying on the beach and having fun She's gonna get you All that she wants is another baby She's gone to my All that she wants is another baby So if you are inside and the day is right She's a hunter of the farms That gentle voice that talks to you won't talk forever It is a night for passion, but tomorrow brings goodbye. Beware of what is flashing in her eye. She's gonna get you. All that she wants is enough. It's Nigel from Guitarzan, and right now you're listening to White Tiger Radio, which is located at 50.139.50.188,8000 on the internet dial. Whatever that bloody means. I haven't got the foggiest clue. Anyway, rock on. Love is where you find it. Where 
There's nothing as cold as ashes After the fire is gone The bottle is almost empty The clock just now struck ten Darling, I had to call you our favorite place again We know it's wrong for us to meet But the fire's gone out at home And there's nothing as cold as ashes After the fire is gone Love is where you find Find no love at home And there's nothing as cold as ashes After the fire is gone
Saturday night, and if you're planning on going to church tomorrow on Sunday, I defy you not to go to church with that song stuck in your head, You Don't Miss Your Water, performed by Dan Blaker and Dan Blaker alone. Every single piece of that song was Dan Blaker. Dan Blaker and the Dan Blaker Choir? Dan Blaker and the Dan Blaker Choir, I like to call it. That was originally written and recorded by William Bell, and it was released as a single in 1961, and it was... uh, was actually done more famously by Otis Redding, who released his version in 1965. And that song uh, has been covered by many people, including The Birds, Taj Mahal, Peter Tosh, Brian Eno, The Trafids, an Australian group, and Hack Mac Jackson, a version that uh, I would not recommend, the Hack Mac Jackson Hack version. Hack Mac Jackson? Yeah, I, sp- I listened to a lot of music this week because there's a lot of great music out there, and Hack Mac Jackson does not count as a lot of great music, <laughs> or even as a little great music. Dan Blaker and the Dan Blaker Choir doing You Don't Miss Your Water, however, does count as great music. Going to church tomorrow, humming it and singing it. Previous to that, we had After the Fire is Gone, which was written by Ellie White, uh, and that was performed by the Oliver Elf Army, which is made up of Marion Martin Adams, who hail from Everett, Washington. And before that, we had All That She Wants. Wait, who, who, you, who performed that? Oh, right. After uh, the Fire is Gone. Right. It was written by Ellie White, and it was first recorded by Loretta Lynn and Conway Twitty in 1971. That's interesting you would bring up Conway Twitty. Interesting that I would, huh? Because uh, a little-known fact about Conway Twitty is that his, his name is not actually Conway Twitty. Oh, no. Uh, his name was... His birth name was Harold Lloyd Jenkins. Well... And I have to say that I'm not sure that changing it to Conway Twitty was an improvement. I'd like to have been on that meeting where they were like, okay, we got a name you know, for you. Harry Lloyd, that could have worked. H.L. Jenkins. H.L. Jenkins could have worked. I mean, a little close to H.L. If Mankin, I were perhaps. Barry Gibb, I would have changed my name to Conway Twitty. 
because that would have been an improvement, but I'm not sure about Harry Lloyd being changed to Conway Twitty. They say that the reason he changed his name, not the reason, he changed his name because somebody along the way said, need to change your name, son. Doesn't sound very country. But the way he changed it was randomly looking at a map and finding Conway, Arkansas, and then finding Twitty, Texas. Not the best way to necessarily find a name for yourself. You don't think he just stabbed a second time? You'd be like, okay, Conway's not so bad, but like, he's like, Twitty, oh no. I got a stab again, Dallas. Conway, Dallas. Conway, Dallas. Conway, Dallas. If you're going to stab your finger somewhere, like Conway, yeah. Austin. Austin, Dallas. Any of those would work better than Conway, yeah. Twitty. And, and, but it's also possible that's just a lie and he got his name differently. Right, and now he's ashamed. Some people say he stole it from someone actually named Conway, Twitty. It's possible. There could be a Conway, Twitty Someone that knew someone named Conway Twitty. I don't know. I never have understood that name, but yeah, it's he he was a big star though, despite the name, I would say, not because yeah, of I mean, the name. It's definitely memorable. It. It's memorable. Oh, no. He was a big I'll star. They had that. a lot of hits. And that was a huge hit for him and Loretta Lynn in 1971. Uh before that we had All That She Wants, also a hit, but not for a country act. It was a hit for Swedish band Ace of Bass. All that she wants is another baby. Is that the song that it was? That's the song that it oh. was originally it released in 1992 on Ace of Bass's debut album, Happy Nation. So here's an embarrassing story. No, I want sing it again not, before we tell the embarrassing not story. Not as embarrassing as oh, your, she wants. your yearbook Jim Morrison fiasco. It's not that not embarrassing. That we're comparing. But so this came out in 1992. So 1994. Two years later. I was living in Ohio. Okay. My hometown of Ohio. Apple Creek, Ohio, and I was out with a whole mess of my hillbilly friends, and we were doing karaoke at a place called Town Hall, and I never karaoke before, and I got up there with my friend Emily, and I karaoke this song. Well, we did. I dragged her up there so that I would have the balls to karaoke, and then I pretty much monopolized the microphone. You found that you had lots of balls. And sang my face off to this song. All the 1994 she wants. in a basement. It was a basement bar called Town Hall in downtown Worcester, Ohio. Relive it for us, just one more time. All that she wants is another baby. I don't know the rest. I. It, I'm gonna burn one of my time machine trips to go back to Town Hall in uh, 1994 and see you perform that. That was performed for us tonight by Brandon Emerson. Just the guitar and the voice making that song different than the Ace of Bass version. And I, I really like his, I actually like his version strange a Strange coincidence, better. Brandon Emerson is also from Albuquerque, Ohio. He is Weird. indeed. Yeah. Weird. Very strange. Weird, wacky, wild stuff. We started that set from a young lady who is also from Apple Creek, Ohio. That was uh, Working Woman Blues, a Valerie June song released in 2013. And that was performed by Shannon Emerson with Craig Bradford on drums. So that's Craig's made two appearances here tonight. I, I feel privileged that a brother Bradford participated. Yep, brother Bradford. In my song. Laying down the drum track. There it is. That was the set of music that we played. Thoughts, feelings. Well, cancel the feelings. Thoughts. Uh, amazing amount of talent. Lots of talent tonight. And drive. Creativity. And perseverance. We sent out a lot of songs with different genres and from different I mean, this is periods. like the Olympics of cover songs tonight. And we got back this great stuff. Yeah. I'm going to give out a lot of gold medals. Somebody's got to get a bronze, though. 
Who gets the bronze medal? I'll take the bronze. Actually, I think I'll take the bronze. I don't know. No, we'll I think fight we'll share for, it. We'll, we'll fight, fight for the bronze. bronze medal tonight. Our next show is exactly four weeks away, and that's on Saturday, March 21st. That will not be a cover show. That will be another one of our regular features here on White Tiger Radio. That will be comedy night. So tune in in exactly four weeks, Saturday, March 21st at 9 p.m. Pacific. That will now be Daylight Savings Time, PDT. We're on Standard Time. We're going to switch over to Daylight Saving Time between now and then. Don't forget to switch your clocks, folks. This right, is it'll not be a public like service announcement. two weeks after we switch our clocks when we do our show. Right. So if someone hasn't switched their clocks by then... They're, then they're, they're too much of a fuck up for <laughs> us to want them to listen to our show. Okay, yeah, really. no, it's, I know. I'm, mean, I'm just being a little bit uh, obsessive by even making the mention of it. Cause it's That's right. You're now. trying to prove that you're not uptight. I forgot. Right. We were talking earlier. I was, I'm trying to prove that I'm not uptight. And Shannon says, you can't prove that you're not uptight. And I said, I will prove that you can prove that you're uptight, not uptight. Any so last we're, thoughts? We'll take calls if anyone wants to give us feedback on if you can or cannot prove that you're not uptight. I'm proving it right now. We have now. one more song to play. We do indeed. I'm and we excited have the greatest about song. this song. I, I, I love this song every day of my life in its original form. And I absolutely love this song in its form here and cover this. And I'm just going to say three things. I'm counting them. Before one. we play this song. One. Johnny, Ronnie, and Donnie. Is that one thing or three? That's three things. Oh, I get it. Okay, so this... I got to say it though. I'm sorry. That was Shannon's now waving at me and, and frantically waving at me. And I think she's. I just don't meditating. do anything frantically. Okay. I'm making it up. No one can see you, so I can make up what you're doing unless you call me on it. I just wanted to say, because we're not going to come oh, back on the good air point. in the regular show, that this is a cover song done by Eric Clampett. And he is covering this song. He's in covering. A fantastic. We can fashion. say what it is. Oh, no, we just right. say Eric Clampett. Eric Clampett doing. I mean, let's just face it. I have a giant art crush on Eric Clampin after hearing this song. Yeah. He replaces Ronnie, Donnie, and Johnny, was it? What? No? Yeah. I've I've lost touch with it. I, I feel like I need to meditate a little bit more. Van so, Zandt. The, 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 the Van Zandt the, the brothers. The Van Zandt brothers. All right. Let's just do this over again. Take a deep breath. Okay. Give me a... Um, okay. We're going to edit what are, that part out, right? What are the Before three, we put it yes, in the podcast? We're going to totally edit that okay, out. Okay. So... Three things. Thanks for listening, everybody. It's been a great show. We have one more song to play for you. It is Simple Man, written and recorded by Leonard Skinner for their 1973 self-titled debut album. This one is performed by Eric Clampett. To what I say And if you do this It'll help you Some sunny day Take your time now Don't live too fast 
Troubles will come man And they will pass Go find a woman And you'll find love And don't forget son There's someone up above And be a simple Something you love and understand. Well, baby, be a simple kind of man. Oh, won't you do this for the sun if you can? Rich man's girl All that you need is In your soul And you can do this If you try All that I want for you, my son Is be satisfied And be a simple Something you love and now understand. Baby, be a simple kind of man. Oh, won't you do this for the sun if you can?
If you can.